circles Jumping the hurdles Getting caught in that rush of doing so much I'm feeling kind of worn out All this checking the boxes Trying to be flawless Has me spinning my head Catching my breath Too afraid to slow down I tell myself to keep this up That God wants more than just my love But I've been complicating things It's just like me to overthink Gotta keep it real simple Keep it real simple Bring everything right back to ground zero Cause it all comes down to this Love God and love people Welcome, welcome everybody to Love God, Love His People, where we teach everybody how to love God and how to love people, but we're keeping it simple. I'd like for y'all to welcome with me today, Miss Trish. She's here today. Hi, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, great. She's uh, uh, been on uh, the not so well as well as I have. So we discussed a little bit ago, we think the devil is after us through our health. So if yes. y'all could help us out and say a prayer for us, yes. you know, and get us through to where we can we can talk about God and Jesus because uh, we feel like we're fighting the war with the devil, which we are. Uh, we do every day. But uh, whenever you're reaching people, that's when he wants to try to stop you. Mm -hmm. Isn't that right, Trish? That's right. That's right. And I, I have just been since really um, 2019, he's been messing with my health. Uh, 2019, I had COVID for 28 days and I was really, really sick. Wow. And then um, last October, this last October in 2021, I had COVID again. And then um, in December, over Christmas, I had uh, bacterial pneumonia and RSV, which I wasn't supposed to have at my age, but I somehow acquired it. Wow. Uh, we had a scare with me right before the, the podcast a couple of days ago. Um, I started getting real sick here at home. I had to let my work know about it because y'all knew I'm a nurse. Uh, and uh, they had me do a COVID test, which was come out normal but i had people praying for me and everything to let That's that right. covid test come out normal and everything so anyway uh we're here to let people know we're here to help uh we're not just here to teach we're here to help uh if people got covid out there and if if uh depression's getting to you or, or anxiety because of the covid or, or your worries or whatever let us know about that um we're also pitching around an idea today about a second facebook group called can we pray for you and to where you can just come and you need a prayer and you say ask me or trish either one can you pray for me and we will pray for you online i've been testing out a little bit and it seems to be very worthwhile and very popular yes, yes. 
And I, I think that is an excellent thing for us to do. And uh, But it's going to take us a couple of weeks to, to work out all the uh, bugs. F- bugs and <laughs> things and, and, you know, that sort of stuff uh, in everything. So just keep it in mind and keep watching the, the Facebook website to see what we're doing and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, too, uh, keep us in mind of writing us an email every once in a while to love God, love his people at AOL.com. And I do go on there and check that. Yes, she does. And and when I don't find anything, I'm like, oh, I need somebody to to contact me and just tell me, you know, what they're thinking. Right. Now, we have a lot of people out there, you know, and, and don't be shy with us because we're not going to spread your secrets around. No. Uh, if you tell no. us, hey, don't mention this or don't mention that or whatever, we're not going to mention anything about you. Okay, if you just say, say a silent prayer for me right now, I don't want it on the podcast and we'll do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, we will do whatever you want to do. But we we want to we want to let people know we're here to pray for them. We're here to make their life better. Yes. And we're we're here to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and to love you. And that means we love you when you think you're unlovable. That's exactly right, because God don't make no mistakes. That's right. He don't make no mess ups. Okay. Uh, We ourselves mess our self up and everything. And here, what we're going to do is we're going to tell you right off the bat, we love you. Yes. Okay. Yes. We will help you. We will work with you any way we possibly can to get you closer to Jesus Christ. We even started saying the sinner's prayer at the end of every one of our podcasts, which we're going to continue to do. And if you want to bring Jesus into your life, say that prayer with us. Yes, because he is the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what he is. And so um, I encourage you, and Lonnie and I believe that with all of our hearts. That yes, we do. That he is. And um we don't put it on any shows for you. We are who we are right now. And uh, and we're like that in our everyday life, too. Um, exactly. We would you not, have to walk with him every day. Exactly. And we would not go to the trouble of, uh, of doing this podcast if it wasn't for trying to love people. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because that's what God has told us to do with this podcast. From day one, Yes, he tells us. Love those people out there, no matter who they are, no matter what they are, no matter what color they are, no matter what religion they are. Do you hear That's that, right. people? No That's matter right. what religion, we're going to love, love, love. Yeah. Well, God said that you're going to touch people by the love that's in you. Exactly. And if we can tell you about what you might be doing wrong or what you might be doing right, that may just... Uh, cause it to go out there and and you do something for somebody else you know it's like we said before the ripple effect okay Mm -hmm. you throw one rock and you get 12 ripples Mm -hmm. you know that goes the same way with love when you show love to somebody and that's just even a smile Mm -hmm. or have a great day Mm -hmm. you know or have a blessed day or whatever you want to say because those people no matter how bad or how mean or whatever they're going to smile at you because it Mm -hmm. touched them and that's what we want everybody to understand to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Uh, also, too, we want to tell you to visit our, our website at uh, lovegodlovespeople.org. There's a, there's a brand new blog out there. Uh-huh. Uh, we've been talking about uh, profits, and uh, it's, on, it's on a, a uh, profit um, alive today. 
uh, in everything. Yes, People don't realize there are prophets out there today. Yes, and, and she has been one that um, is very encouraging. And, and like we said last week, prophets are, um, they share the, the word of God that is given to them, that God actually speaks to them, and they are God's mouthpiece. And so, um, and she's had a lot of things um, that have come to pass that is um, based on the word of God, which is what prophecy is. It's based on God give, sharing his word with his prophet to tell the people. And so um, I put one out there um, from a prophet that I've been following for several years. And uh, I just wanted to share that prophecy so that people that didn't know what a prophecy really was could read it and maybe it even touched your heart when you read it because that's what God does. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about uh, false and unreliable prophets, mm-hmm. uh, uh, people who come up to you that want you to do stuff in their name, not Jesus's name mm-hmm. or God's name or anything. It's for their benefit. And it comes out of their heart. Um, as far as in, in their thought in their thoughts and so a lot of times they mislead people and um, I just want you to be aware of it um, that's why we're doing this this these two podcasts you know about this um, is so that you would know what to look for in a in a prophet of God so you recognize them and what you will don't want to do with the false prophets because God has a lot to say about the false prophets. So. And, and after the opening prayer, that's, that's what we're going to hear about. <clears throat> Excuse me. All, both of us are dealing with our allergies today and everything. Yes, so we are. If we make a weird noise or whatever, we apologize right. uh, in everything. So uh, we're going to have our opening prayer, and then Trish is going to do do uh her 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 thing my thing <laughs> that she does so well and everything all right heavenly father Thank you, Jesus. we ask you today to watch over our ministry family yes. here on love god love his people we ask you lord to make it easy for people out there to love god and to love his people to recognize what people need to be loved and to recognize people who need to be helped and then to get rid of the fear in our hearts to be able to help those people lord uh we want to pray for some uh uh ministry uh, uh ministry family that's got covid uh there's several people out there today in terry coon's family that have covid we want to pray for yes uh they're they're just a lot of people out there that that have covid and we want to pray for them that they get well and get through this. Um, I want to ask you, Lord, to just bless everyone who listens to this program, Lord. Yes, Father God. In the name of Jesus, we ask these things, Lord, and by the blood of the Lamb. Yes. Amen. Amen. And now we're going to hear Tricia do uh, Faulty and Unrealistic Prophets. Take it away, Trish. Well, she's getting ready. So I am. I'm pulling it up. I, I have it on my on my phone and I read it. So <laughs> <clears throat> a false prophet is a person who spreads false teachings 
or messages while claiming to speak the word of God. In the Bible, false prophets also spoke on behalf of false gods. False prophets functioned in their prophetic role illegitimately or for the purpose of deception. The Bible denounces false prophets for leading people astray. In the Old Testament, the actual term false prophet does not occur, but references of false prophets are evident and abundant. In the book of Jeremiah, we encounter a clear description of false prophets. Then the Lord said to me, the prophets are prophesying lies in my name. I have not sent them or appointed them or spoken to them. They are prophesying to you false visions, idolatries, and the delusions of their own minds. That's in Jeremiah 14, 14, and also uh, Jeremiah 23, 21 through 33, and Zechariah uh, 10, 2. The primary difference between men like Jeremiah, a true prophet of God, and a false prophet and the false prophets was their source of information. Rather than speak the word of the Lord, false prophets delivered messages that originated in their own hearts and minds. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Do not listen to what the prophets are prophesying to you. They fill you with false hopes. They speak visions from their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. And that's in Jeremiah 23, 16 and 14, um, 14 and 23 chapter or verse chapter 23, 25 through 32 in Jeremiah also in Ezekiel 13, one through seven. God distanced himself from all false prophets. I did not send these prophets, yet they have run with their message. I did not speak to them, yet they have prophesied. And that's in Jeremiah 23, 21. Another difference between true, true prophets and false prophets is the Bible in the Bible is motivation. True prophets are motivated by loyalty to God above all else. Whereas false prophets are motivated by self-interest and a desire to be popular among the people. 1 Kings 22, 13-14 While Jeremiah foretold the grim truth of coming desolation upon Jerusalem, which is in Jeremiah 4, the false prophets promised peace. That was in Jeremiah 6, 14 and Jeremiah 8, 11. Naturally, the people of Judah preferred the pleasant messages of the false prophets. Don't tell us what is right. Tell us nice things. Tell us lies. Isaiah 30, 10. Often false prophets were hired for payment or spoke their messages for financial gain. Her leaders judge for a bribe, her priests teach for a price, and her prophets tell fortunes for money. Yet they look for the Lord's support and say, Is not the Lord among us? No disaster will come upon us. Micah 3.11 See also Nehemiah 6.12-13 and Jeremiah 6.13-14 and Ezekiel 13.19 
in 2 Peter 2, 1 through 3. Israel could not always discern the difference between a true and false prophet. In 1 Kings 22, King Jehoshaphat at, of Judea sought counsel from the Lord before he and King Ahab of Israel embarked on their mission to retake the city of Ramoth in Gilead. Jehoshaphat heard the predictions of victory from Ahab's 40 counselors, but suspected that these men were false prophets who did not have the mind of the Lord. So King Jehoshaphat's Suspicions were correct. They were Ahab's yes-men, false prophets who had no concern for relating the true word of God. They merely said what the king wanted to hear and collected their salary from the royal treasury. Jehoshaphat asked if there was another prophet who could give a second opinion. Ahab called for the prophet Micaiah. Reluctantly, I hate him, Ahab complained, because he never prophesies anything good about me, but always bad. And that's in 1 Kings 22.8. True to form, he prophesied that Ahab would be killed in the battle and Israel would be scattered on the hills like sheep without a shepherd. And um, the prophet whose words came to pass proved to be the true prophet of God. None of the false prophets in Ahab's court could keep the king alive. The punishment specifically says for false prophets in the Old Testament was severe. If any prophet dares to speak a message in my name that I have not commanded him to speak or to speak in the name of other gods, that prophet must be put to death. And that's in Deuteronomy 18:20. In the New Testament, Jesus taught about false prophets in his Sermon on the Mount. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, and a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. And that's in Matthew seven fifteen through 18. Jesus went on to explain the grave consequences of being a false prophet. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, they will recognize them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away with you, evildoers. That's in Matthew 19, or 7, 19 through 23. The Bible describes false prophets as adulterous, that's Jeremiah 23, 14, treacherous, Zephaniah 3, 4, drunkards, Isaiah 28, 7, wicked, 
Jeremiah 23, 11, liars, Jeremiah 14, 14, and 23, um, verse 1, and associated with witchcraft, Jeremiah 14, 14, Ezekiel 22, 28, and Acts 13, 6. Scripture teaches believers to be diligent in faith and devotion to Christ's teaching so that they will be able to spot false prophets and false teachers quickly. That's in 2 Peter 1, 10, 2 Peter 1, 19, and through 2, through chapter 2, and verse 1, and then 1 John 4, um, one, Jesus says, beware of false prophets. Our Lord wouldn't warn us like that unless there was a real and present danger to us. In fact, the threat of the threat a false prophet poses is far worse than that of COVID-19 or violent crime or financial ruin for which those things may threaten your earthly lives. False teaching endangers your eternal life. Amen. A big part of what makes the false prophets so dangerous is that they very often we actually like what they have to say. False teachers tell you what you want to hear. Just follow your heart, live your truth, chase your dreams. They'll also play to your fears in the year 2020 and 2021. Fear has almost been made into a virtue. But they'll try to make you fearful of certain Christian teachings, grossly exaggerated Christian doctrine to turn you away from God's word to worldly idolatries and man-made solutions. It is written in 2 Timothy, For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itchy Itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own desires and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into the myths. A true prophet preaches repentance, but false prophets know that condemning sin and warning people to be saved from the coming judgment doesn't sell too well these days. It is so negative and harsh. Nobody wants to be told that they need to turn from their self-absorbed ways. What people want is something practical to help them in their families and at work, a spirituality that helps them to feel better about themselves. False prophets don't preach repentance, but a generic acceptance that doesn't require the atonement of the cross. False prophets also Um, are a real threat to us because they look like the real thing. Jesus said, they come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. Many false prophets will be all about doing good and works and being a good person and helping your fellow man. You'll look at them and say, they must be from God. Look at how religious they are. Look at how spiritual their talk is. But in the end, they are in the same camp as the Pharisees who falsely believe that living an obedient life is the way you gain God's favor. Those who trust in their own good works to make themselves better candidates for heaven are just engaging in more spiritual form of self-absorbance. 
They're in love with themselves and their own righteousness. The devil is perfectly happy with that sort of religion. Repent, then, of where you've given room to false prophecy and where you failed to warn your family and friends against it. Give up trying to justify yourself or your sin. Turn from all of that and humbly seek his mercy. Give your attention to two to two to true prophetic words. There is really only one true prophet, and that is Christ himself. He alone speaks the words of God without flaw and without fail. He is the word of God in the flesh and the fulfillment of all prophecy. He alone are the words of eternal life. Do not put your trust in any man or woman. Make sure that it is the word of Christ that you are hearing, the holy scriptures that are being proclaimed to you, and not just some nice-sounding human wisdom. The solid rock upon which the church is built is the words of Jesus. Everything else is sinking sand. When what is prophesied is not a vision of the prophet's own heart, but that which comes from the mouth of the Lord, then you are hearing a true prophet. But you might rightly say, false prophets quote the Bible just like genuine prophets. How do I tell the difference? How can I tell whether or not someone is misusing Christ's words? The simplest answer that I can give you, know your Bible, the word of God in your heart, memorize it. If what someone is preaching or prophesying sounds a little weird to you, different from the Bible or the word of God, then beware of it. Flee from it. Jesus said in the, in the gospel, when judging between true and false prophets, you will know them by their fruits. The fruit refers not simply to their lifestyle, since that can be the deception clothing of the wolf. The fruit refers to the doctrine. What spiritual food do they offer? What do they bring forth for your souls to feast upon? Is it solely Christ, the bread of life, or are other ingredients and requirements added like arsenic on your plate? It is written, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. That's in 1 John 4. Gives us a and 1 John 4 gives us a test. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. A true prophet of God will not shy away from affirming the flesh and blood realities of our faith, that God created us male and female, and that the one flesh union of man and woman and marriage is his good gift, or that God the Son became a real flesh and blood human being, that he offered up his body on the cross to save us, that he rose again in the body, and that he comes to live in us now as God, the Holy Spirit. If Jesus and his sacrifice are not at the heart of everything that is proclaimed, if other stuff is treated as more important or more relevant, then, then that prophet isn't the true, isn't true. The blood of Christ is the thread that runs through all true prophecies and preaching. Doing the will of the Father for you means to take to heart the word of Christ that is preached to you and stake your whole life on it. 
believe the gospel of Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. The will of the Father was done when you were baptized, squeezed through the narrow way of the cross to a new life. The will of the Father is done as you live the life of faith and love, receiving from God his free gifts and giving of yourself to others in your daily purpose. And the will of your Father is done as you come to the Lord's communion table in simple faith for the tree of the cross has borne the most abundant fruit, the body and blood of Christ, which gives you his mercy and which will raise you up on the last day. Beware false prophets. Behold the true prophet, Jesus. His are the words that give you life. By his fruits, you will know him. That was wonderful. That was just wonderful. And if you, you, if you don't know something, whether, he's, whether the, the prophets are false or whatever, just pray. Just pray. And like she said, know your Bible. If you need a Bible, let us know. We'll get a Bible to you. But right yes. now, what we're going to do is we're going to offer the sinner's prayer. And if you repeat this after us, then you will be a member of Christ's family. He will know you when he sees you. That's right. It's dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I know that I am a sinner. I know that I am a sinner. And I ask for your forgiveness. And I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. And rose from the dead. And rose from the dead. I turn from my sins. I turn from my sins. And invite you to come into my heart. And invite you to come into my heart. And life. And life. I want to trust and follow you. I want to trust and follow you. As my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Woo-woo! If you prayed that, you are now a child of the Most High Living God. Welcome, welcome, welcome. to the family. to the family. And uh, what we would like to do is if you have uh, any questions for us, write us at AOL.com, lovegodlovehispeople at AOL.com. Or go to lovegodlovehispeople.org. And until the next time on Love God, Love His People. Love can be life. It's time is what it's all about. Tell myself to keep this up. That all God wants is just my love. No more complicated things. No more need to overthink. Gotta keep it real simple. Keep it real simple. Bring everything. Love